Uh, I want to welcome you again, Dr. Snyder, too. Uh, it's good to see you. It's wonderful to be on your show again. Yes, yes, yes. You, you know, um, uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, uh, many, if not most, of our listeners are, are, are familiar with your story. But if, if you don't mind, uh, just uh, for some of the, the newer members uh, that's listening perhaps for the first time hearing you, could you just share a little bit of, uh, of, your, of your journey uh, from blindness to to driving all through the world, California and all over? So, you know, um, I was born uh, in, in the Ukraine, actually, in the Soviet Union in that time. Mm -hmm. And I had already, uh, when my family left Ukraine to Israel, I already had a surgery in Poland, four more in Israel, five surgeries, each one of them was less successful than the other. And 99% of my lens became scar tissue. My two kids, like myself, were born with cataract. And uh, I had two problems. One is that uh, the surgeries were really bad ones. But the other one was that they were done in the wrong time. I'm now working with a girl from um, Germany whose surgery was done in the 11th week. You're supposed to do the surgery the first two or three weeks, so the brain develops normally at the age of eight weeks. But that was only discovered long after my time. Um, and what happened is uh, I was raised as a blind kid. I was uh, very active. I was the quickest braille reader in the state of Israel. And I thought that my future will be as a blind person. Until, discovered, until I discovered eye exercises uh, by a, a kid who was a high school dropout, but he developed the base method further. And uh, all my family opposed it, you know, by the way. Uh, and uh, they thought that I'm diluting myself. And I went ahead and did my exercises. I was known as um, the blind son of Ida and Abraham, who were in the deaf community of Tel Aviv. So... Everyone in Tel Aviv who was deaf knew about the blindo who lived uh, in a certain street in, East, in Tel Aviv. And I found refuge in reading Braille. But then once I did the eye exercises, I've done nothing else. I spent 13, 16 hours a day. Uh, uh, teachers in high school started to complain to my parents that I'm spending too much time doing eye exercises. They complained to the principal. <laughs> they complained everywhere. I'm doing something wrong, doing eye exercises. We'd go outside to read biblical studies, and I would do sunning, which is closing my eyes and moving my head from side to side. And nothing stopped me. Nothing deterred me from doing the exercises. Now, how, how, about how old were you then? I was then a little bit less than 17. Okay. And, and what happened next was that people started to admire me because all of a sudden my vision improved from 1% to 4% and I would see general details a bit better. I would see big letters in, in um, uh, uh, signs and uh, I, I started to see better and better. Then my family started to accept my work and I would say that I had real significant improvement in the first four and a half years when it came to 20% of normal vision. Now... Mm. 
70% of normal vision. I read, write, and drive. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm, I'm a careful driver, I would say. I'm more cautious about me and my vision. But nevertheless, the DMV gave me license for the last 40 years in California. A little bit more relaxed. That, that's 40 years. Yeah. Right. All right now. And um, and so I'm uh, I'm really so happy when I got my driver's license. It was almost like getting a Nobel Peace Prize. You know? mm -hmm. Fantastic. And I'm a cautious driver, I must say. I don't trust myself to do all kinds of manipulations of the road. You won't see me, um, you know, driving and zigzagging or anything of that nature. Uh, and um, once in the Chronicle, they quoted me when I said, if you see someone driving um, uh, 55 miles an hour on the freeway and he's not 85, it's me. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's what I do. But that success was huge. And I've learned that the potential that the body has to improve have never been uh, correctly explored by the medical profession. And for that reason, I worked on so many other things. For example, uh, they tell you muscular dystrophy, the muscles died, and there's nothing you can do about it. Multiple sclerosis, the nerve, the myelin sheet disappears, the impulse is slow, sluggish, there's nothing you can do about it. ALS, the nerves die, nothing you can do about it. Arthritis, well, take this medication, that medication. Spine pain, it will never go away. I disagree with all of that. And I found yeah. that there are exercises for different things. You just have to labor enough to find what helps uh, you get better. So I won't talk much about that, but I'll just say, for example, in muscular dystrophy, I've learned, you know, that one of the problems is that the muscle cells um, keep trying to pump out the, the waste and the waste comes back because... Uh, uh, because the plasma is too uh, vulnerable and allows that cells to the waste to come back. So then the muscle simply gets wiped out. When you get injured, you never heal, and then the uh, the person gets much worse. Well, I was able to prolong people's life by ten years, fifteen years, by learning to do with them body work that drains that fluid and teaching them exercises they can repeat in a pool. I can tell you about all the other things. This is all in my book, Awakening Your Power of Self-Healing. But I just want to say, when I discovered that I have 1% of lens that admits light through, that I don't have an original memory of vision like the other people have, that you can actually find a way for, for the brain to be more uh, plus, uh, with more plasticity, and you can find a way for the elastic part of the brain and the visual system to start and work. Then I translated it to totally different exercises with people with nerve disease and muscle disease and others, because it's very important for us to know that when others give up on us, we should never give up on ourselves. That's right. That's right. So, so, so you, 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 you're one of those guys I would call crazy. <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh, uh anytime we do some ex you know once in dc we did exercises in front of george washington university in the park near it and um we, you know we put obstructive lens over the strong eye threw and caught balls and we saw some students looking at us and i was saying to myself they're probably asking, what are they smoking, you know? <laughs> anyway, so we're doing, we're doing all kinds of exercises on the beach. Uh, everybody, 
everybody in this area knows about our weirdo classes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And, and that, and that, and it, it, it's, it's so interesting because, you know, um, to me, it's, it's crazy to accept disease. Yeah. Um, but, 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 um, uh, people look at us as being crazy because we want to restore a disease. Now, uh, as, as, as you spoke, I, I, you know, and, and, and I don't, I don't recall, um, if you addressed uh, the issue of Alzheimer's in your, um, in your, in your book. Do, do you talk about that? I did not address the issue of Alzheimer's, but I think that the way to work on Alzheimer's is exactly when it starts to happen. And that okay. is work on memory exercises and to do a lot of physical exercises to bring more blood to the head. Mm. Because people's stress and lack of circulation affects the brain building factors like BDNF. So if you want the BDNF to start and work, which can really build up cells in the brain, first of all, you have to go to Dr. Watkins and get his diet and really go by the book. But then you also need to do exercises. You need to get also good body work in your neck to bring more blood to the head. And you have to work on memory. For example, uh, I think that everyone to prevent Alzheimer's needs to study something new in every decade of their life. Mm -hmm. Could be a new hobby, could be uh, uh, a new class of some sort. But the nice things about the world these days, and I would say in the United States, we see a lot of this positivity, that you see people going in their 60s to community college to either study a language or another mm -hmm. skill. That is so important. The yes like a muscle you got to exercise it you can't just allow yourself to uh, lose memory and allow that loss of memory to continue what you have to do is reduce your stress i remember yesterday i made the mistake of speaking to my partner for a long time she's very helpful in my office and we talked about uh, business and i said my goodness i'm walking in the park i'm breathing uh, a wonderful smells from the trees. That's what I should be focused on and mm -hmm. not on, on any routine. And so I think it's, again, every 10 years of your life, ask yourself, am I studying something that I did not do before anything? Mm -hmm. Or am I staying in the same routines I've had before? Because doing that is mm -hmm. a safe Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you know, one of the things that, that um, uh, was very influential in me actually leaving surgery and, and um, pursuing um, alternative medicine, if you please, um, was the fact that uh, one of my friends uh, told me that um, of this group that, that uh, he was on a board of, of a nursing home and they took the, the clients out and walked them, uh, um, literally put them on leashes and walked them. And when they got them up to five miles a day, their memories came back, you know? Um, and, and we, we now know that, that we have, there's something called cardiogenic dementia where the, 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 the vessels in the brain look like the vessels in the heart so that 
um, th this this degeneration that you talked about um, and referred to is, is is very relevant. And doing those eye exercises and walking and other things. I mean, not eye exercises, neck exercises that you talked about, and 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 walking and so forth, and eating the proper diet makes a difference. And getting your mind focused. Um, you know, we do the four P's in our practice. What is your passion? What is God's purpose? A plan and the production of that plan. You know, getting people to move and, and not be in a rut. Um, but, but getting back to your program. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. We die to a routine. It's interesting. Today I was walking uh, a distance of about three miles. I walked to my bank. And somebody saw me say, hey, what are you not doing on the beach? And I regretted going to the bank because a day like today, I should go to the beach. We have a cold ocean in San Francisco. Mm. Time to time, I still at the age of 68, bathe in it. Can you imagine? <laughs> I used to bathe even in the wind. But to talking about the corneal, uh, or the lady with the corneal problem, she came for the six-day seminar. And the last day, we, the five days were the best weather you can imagine. But the sixth day, she uh, it was windy. I took the class to a balcony that watches the waves. And after about 10 minutes, we have to go back as much as they wanted to do it. We still worked outside in our backyard at the school. But she, this lady, went to the ocean in the wind, froze herself. Then she came here and we put her in the hot tub, put some... Uh, uh, nice hot herbs on her, relaxed her, but the blood circulation that she had have decreased her light sensitivity. Mm. So in spite of great damage to the cornea, where every surgeon that she sees wants her to replace the cornea, knowing that the surgery is actually not so successful and not so good in many cases, mm. and the cornea gets rejected. They used to believe in it completely in the 80s and 90s. They don't believe in it as much these days. They keep telling her to change the cornea, and she wanted an alternative to it, and she improved by creating more circulation. I want to say also, Dr. Watkins, that working on your eyes does help the circulation. It helps the small vesicles that get to the mm. brain. Okay, okay. The optic nerve does improve the circulation. So all the, you know, there are a few ways to improve circulation. One through a lot of movement, and one through a lot of relaxation, and the combination of both. Is very powerful. Mm. All right, fantastic, fantastic. You know, I, I understand that you you added another component to your arsenal of, of prevention and treatment for for your your your, your client. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about what what you this new project uh, you, you're you're doing. Well, I just want to talk about the big problem that we have in the lockdown. You know, until now. We don't know if the lockout was a good idea or a bad idea because on the one end, it saved people's life. And on the other end, you hear about more people that lost their businesses, people who committed suicide, people who had heart disease, uh, not enough medical uh, emergency work for people. All kinds of things happened in that time. Uh, and um, what also happened, which was disastrous, <clears throat> is that people looked online all the time. Uh, kids did not go to class. They looked online. 
and, and, and business people did business online. It's hard to bring them back to work these days, which is so much better, you know, to meet face to face. Although I feel very comfortable meeting the two of you on online, but it's so nice to just meet face to face. And uh, people did not uh, did not do it much. Now I've written my book Vision for Life long before the pandemic happened, and you interviewed me once on that, and you made a statistic, and you looked how many people have vision problems in this country, and it was already staggering. Now I can tell you that a huge number of people who never had vision problems have vision problems. And it starts from mild ones, from problem to read from near to problems to see. All those problems have really happened to those people because of the use of the internet. And so we have a disease worldwide, which is basically repetitive eye syndrome. We have a problem in that we basically are overusing vision from near. We have to look mm -hmm. at the distance. We have to also pay attention that we don't use enough our periphery. We also have to let the eyes rotate and, and move. Well, I decided <clears throat> that the world is in a sorry space and I need to give people a class that will help them to, first of all, improve their own vision. Once they improve their vision and they're they know how well they can improve the vision, they can help others. So what I do is mm. I also bodywork techniques to help others. Okay. Techniques to help others. I teach them also the ups and downs of working on yourself because not every day is bright. You know, sometimes you improve, sometimes you regress. All this happens in once. For example, I met a girl that we improved the vision greatly, but it regressed a little bit, she became sick. So when she's sick, it's kind of hard to see better, right? So it, 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 there's all kinds of uh, ways to improve and, and, and to know, to help the people when they're down, to, to uh, uh, help them move forwards when they're up. I teach all that in 40 hours. But the difference between that and many other classes is that if you came to my six-day class, where 93% of people improve the vision, uh, including... 90, uh, 90 what? Three. 93% of people improve their vision in six days, definitely. All right, all right, all right. You know, one of your good friends uh, uh, that is having also shows uh, in your place that improve their vision, right? So, oh, yes. Doc. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, and so the thing is that... Uh, the thing is that uh, when you come to the six-day class, I want to advise you to read my book, Vision for Life. But this time, you have to read it, answer some questions about it. There'll be some quizzes. So it's really a class. You really need to learn what I teach. You cannot just, um, you cannot just uh, attend it. So that's what makes a big difference. And we are by the beach. And the class is from the 27th of uh, April to the 1st of May. So people don't have to lose much of work because it's over a weekend. And I'm, I, I'm happy to tell it in DC because if you want to go for 
a San Francisco vacation, that's a good time to go. <laughs> I, I tell you, so um, I hope I hope to convince Marsha to come because she should. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I talked to her just a, a, a couple of weeks ago. This chief, I don't, I don't know if she'll be back from her African trip um, at that time, but 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 at, at any rate, you know, um, uh, the thing that I, I got from from uh, reading your material is that that uh, you're taking it to another level. You know, you 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 are um, making sure that people actually put in the work to get the results. All right, exactly. Put in the, put in the work and expect to get the results. Exactly. So so if if, if you get if you get ninety three percent with people, many of them not having read the book and and and, and not doing the kinds of things that you're requiring in this new class, I mean, you should be getting close to 100% with, with, with this one. Absolutely. And unlike the other class, which is four or five hours each, except for the fifth day when we do night walk, this class is going to be eight hours each. And we'll even eight have... Eight hours. Eight hours. And we'll even have one of the specialists of uh, vision who studied with me, but is a very good optometrist from Brazil uh, doing, uh, uh, um, giving us an uh, anatomy and physiology lesson to explain the work that we're doing on Zoom. So we have a lot of knowledge. It's compact, but it is like every day you work. Uh, one lady had a cataract surgeries, but the eyes don't work together. Well, she'll come to the class. She fitted uh, her, uh, in implants from far well i will teach her how to read without glasses from near all that will do in the class uh we'll mm. have a lady with uh, a great corneal problem and she work in the class so people will come and see how each one of us improve and i'll have individual attention improve their situation as they work with us in the class and so that is what's uh, so important about the class that you work on your own improvement, but then you learn about key points. And I want to say already to the audience, we have um, uh, wonderful points in the bottom of the skull uh, that uh, one of them is a concavity, which is called the foramen magnum, where a lot of uh, nerves come up and we have the style of foramen when nerves come up and where blood circulates and we learn to press on them and to get more circulation into the head. By the way, that's also good for Alzheimer, you know. But uh, we do all of that. We walk and run on the beach. We look at the waves on the beach. Uh, the, it's like a real nice vacation from wherever. Yeah, you, you know, you know, it's, it's interesting. As as I'm listening, uh, you're using a principle that we we were taught in medical school. You see one, you do one, you teach one. You know, so so that th this is a and, and 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 the reason they, they they taught us that way it's a form of rapid learning all right a form of rapid learning you see it you do it then you teach it and and that's exactly what you're what you're, what, you're, what you're doing it's so beautiful to see i don't know if anyone knows but dr watkins has uh waves behind him they can't see my ways <laughs> yeah. people it will have 
waves and horizons in our um, <clears throat> class to look at. And so it's really class which is called Vision for Life uh, Coach and Mentor that comes to help you see better. First of all, see better. And then a lot opens in you to help others to see better as well. Because uh, I think we need a critical mass of people. The medical profession is misguiding us. They're telling you, oh, you don't see well? Here are glasses. Oh, your eyes have degenerated. Now you have cataract. Here is the surgery. Your mm -hmm. retinal detached. We'll fix it. Macular degeneration. If it's bleeding, we'll stop the bleeding for a while. So it's always a patch approach. Never thinking for a second that there are things you can do to see better. For example, if we look at the computer a lot, we should at least look 20 minutes a day at a distance. If we don't pay attention to the periphery, we should wave our hands to the side so we have better periphery. If one eye dominates the other, we should strengthen the eye that's being dominated and get the eyes to work together. And it's so fun. We do card games with red and green glasses where one red sees cards of one color and the green sees cards of another color and we make the brain gets the two eyes to work together. Mm. And we do it in a fun game. And, and all my classes are fun. People love coming to my class. I pay attention that no one is ever late to my class. And I don't <laughs> because they really want to come. Many people come before the class begins, basically. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. The number here is 202-588-0893, 202-588-0893. We have Dr. Mir Snyder, uh, a friend to this this uh, program and, and this station, uh, and the D.C. area in general for, for many, many years. And um, he has uh, a, a new class that, that he's starting. Uh, but if, if you have questions or, or comments, uh, give us a, a call. Once again, the number is 202 588 0893. Um, so, 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 Dr. Snyder, approximately how many people um, around the world have you served over these last uh, four years? Myself, so? myself, about 10,000, but I've helped others to, to serve others. For example, I'm invited to Barcelona. And by the way, the lady from Barcelona is going to come here for this class. So don't think that DC is far, right? But I'm invited. <laughs> I, I, I was invited to Barcelona um, to teach people who already studied natural okay. to work with low vision patients. I'm invited to Paris to do the same thing. So uh, I know you go to you go to, you go to the the Black Forest in Germany also. I did. I did several times. I worked in the Black Forest in Germany, very close to Switzerland. And that's where I met, by the way, my the client. You know, I want to tell you the story. Uh, Marlies, the girl I'm talking about, was born uh, with cataracts. But it was not noticed. And by the way, I'm sure that, Dr. Watkins, when you will see an infant and you will detect that they may have cataracts, you immediately want to send them for surgery. So let's understand that we do not oppose some of the medical practice, right? Immediately you send them to a, a surgeon and a special uh, 
pediatric ophthalmologist. Don't even waste the time sending them to an ophthalmologist. But what happened is, in her case, they only discovered it in the 11th week of her life. Mm. Weeks later than the brain basically gives up on vision. And mm. they decided she should be legally blind. So, mm. so I met her at the age of two and a half in the Black Forest. Her mom came to a workshop of mine. And we started to do with her exercises. She's a very, very intelligent girl. Was very intelligent baby. And what happened is... Because she developed without real good vision, it was much something like 5%. She looked when we told her to look, but she basically listened and felt. Until these days, I even feel sometimes a landline instead of looking at it, right? But she basically behaved as a legally blind person. Because the mm. sighted person and legally blind person is that for them, vision is like some addition. It's not... It's not something they really pay attention to. And so what happened is her mom was so devoted. She brought her throughout the years to anywhere I was. I met her first in a black forest. Then I met her again in a black forest. And when I did workshops in other places, like uh, in Frankfurt, she came to Frankfurt. When I taught a workshop in Nîmes, France, south of France, she flew to south of France. She flew to Israel to work with me in Israel. Mm. And she said, okay. The, and last time, I said, I can't let you just do that. So I went to her home in Germany. It was mm. two, two hours from the closest airport, you know. They live in a beautiful village uh, called Brie. Brie, Brie. And I um, saw the girl in her home. And what happened that time is that I was able to slow down the nystagmus in the right eye. But the left eye got so much stronger that she was able to look at uh, houses, at uh, signs, at everything. She was able to do that. And all of a sudden, I saw her looking at flowers, mm. looking at plants, looking at new things. And by the way, when she saw numbers of houses, she said, I did not know that houses near us had numbers. Mm. And, and her vision, and she jumped for being legally blind, sighted she actually led herself with a sight it took us six years from the age of mm -hmm. two and a half to eight and a half but her brain changed direction from being legally blind into being sighted now she's coming by the way to quebec i'm going to quebec canada uh next week uh and she already scheduled herself for 10 sessions she told me her mother wrote to us the spring vacation, summer vacation, tell me where you are so I can bring my girl. By the way, Canada is cheaper to me to go to than the United States. And I was happy because in August, I want to teach my training course. So I said, okay, uh, we'll meet in Canada. I immediately bought the ticket. And the mother said, oh, wait, 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 let me think about it. But a week later, she got the ticket. She's coming. So can you imagine how devoted the mother is? And without, telling you. without which we could not get her to switch from legal, it's not only a question of acuity, it's a question of use to switch the brain from seeing uh, the vision, the visual sense, as something secondary into getting that as a primary sense. Mm -hmm. That is very exciting. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's, that's exciting. And, and, you know, the mother and the daughter 
had to really work very, very, very hard to, to get there. The number here is 202-588-0893, 202-588-0893. Let's go to our phone. Just call her. You're on the line. Hello? Yes, yes caller. Um, Dr. Watson, this is David Allen. Uh, I've been following you for years. Um, and, and hello to your guests. My daughter is, is not eight, eight and a half weeks pregnant, and she lost her eyesight in one eye uh, last week, or uh, a uh, uh, week and a half. I mean, uh, I said last week. And she uh, was throwing up, and she ruptured or strained the eye, and now she has no vision in that eye. Hmm. So what uh, what caused it to lose the vision, according to physicians? Excuse me, say it again. He asked, "What what what is the doctor saying is the cause of the loss of vision?" Now she's she's been to the eye doctor. Then she went to the uh, the, the the professional, and they're doing a thing on her today. She's in there as we're speaking. And as so far, nothing. They, so they they, they don't know they don't know why she lost her vision. Yeah, it could no. be easily the optic nerve instead of the eye itself. Uh, if you don't get enough circulation to the optic nerve, I'm working on somebody from Mexico that he had COVID, and he got secondary stroke for the from the COVID, and he lost about ninety nine percent of his vision. And we're working diligently, he came to me three times, and now he has 10% vision. So mm -hmm. we gain a lot of vision back, he can start and see more details. So, I, uh, sir, I thank you for calling. I want to know more details so I can advise you, first of all, to see if we bring back vision, and if we can, how to preserve the vision in the other eye. Just stay, stay tuned, we're gonna have uh, Dr. Snyder give his number. Uh, uh, shortly, <clears throat> um, uh, you know, there, there are a number of other questions that, that need to be asked. If there are any um, concomitant diseases or, or, or what have, have you uh, that she might have. But the number here is 202-588-0893. It's 202-588-0893. Let's go back to our phones. Yes, call her. You, you're on the line. Stay, stay tuned. We're going to have uh, Dr. Snyder give his number. Uh, uh, um, uh, we're having difficulty. Uh, are you on a speakerphone? Yes. No, I'm not on a speakerphone. I'm on. I'm going to turn down my radio. I'm on my house phone. Okay. Yeah, turn, the yeah, turn, turn the radio there. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Question. Yes. Um, hello, Dr. Watkins, um, and to your guests, so informative and very educational, and I've already ordered the book, and I'd love to take a vacation <laughs> out to see um, and take some of the classes. I, re I had a concussion, and um, I've kind of, uh, they said that my whole visual system was knocked out, and my eyes weren't converging, 
and then um, the brain wasn't sending a signal to the eyes. So my question is, um, first of all, does the doctor, Dr. Snyder, work with have, or has worked with patients that have had concussion and had their whole visual system um, disrupted? Because now I'm finding out all the information is that the eyes, the brain and the eyes, how they work together. So I'm looking to um, to improve because I can, sometimes I can barely see um, some days and then some days it's better. Absolutely, absolutely. You uh, definitely are explaining how concussions work. I did work, I do work, and I will work with people with concussion. And by the way, sometimes uh, uh, people who get hurt from medical treatment, which are shocking the visual system as well. I've, I've seen that as well. So uh, I would love for you to come for a good San Francisco vacation a bit longer than the class. If you can come to me for a few sessions before the class so we can work together both with body work and eye exercises, then intensify it in the class, and then stay for a couple of sessions after the class, you will go back with much, much better vision and with good exercises to keep working for the next year to create better adjustment between the brain and the optic nerve. That sounds amazing, because I do do some eye work. I have had the visual therapy, and... Um... After a year, it's still, it's, I'm still having some issues. So thank you so much, and oh, I'm, I'm enjoy reading me. your book. <laughs> All right, fantastic, fantastic. You know, it, it's amazing. Vision is, is such a, an important thing, but, but often we take it for granted. And, uh, and, and as, as you were teaching us, Dr. Steiner, that there's so much that we can do, one, to preserve our vision, and then even after the... Um, there's some deficit, and, and as I, uh, I think I mentioned, that there's some million people in this country who are blind, you know. Um, you know, uh, so, so there's, there's things that we can do to help to restore um, the, the, the vision as well as um, um, uh, pre preserve it. The, the I, really number, believe, I really believe that people who are legally blind can find a way to see better. Look at me. I was legally blind. I had 1% vision. I have 70% yeah. vision now. And I'm not my best case either. <laughs> mm -hmm. see, 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 the thing is, as I mentioned earlier, you, you see, you're crazy. You, you're willing not to accept what others say, but, 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 but read your own heart and, and be willing to do what's necessary. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't enough for you just to say, I like to see. You had to go against Mama, daddy, principal, doctor, you know, um, probably been laughed at by some of your classmates, but, but still you, you pursued and, and now you can see. Absolutely. <laughs> the, the number is 202-588-0893, 202-588-0893. We just have a, a couple minutes left, but let's quickly go back to our phones. Let's call her. You're on the line. Yes, hi. Good afternoon. Thank you, Dr. Watkins. Um, and thank you for the doctor who's on. I bought his book about a year ago, and I love it. Um, I'm calling because my son contracted COVID, and he is still having a lot of um, uh, brain fog and fatigue. Mm. And is there anything that you can um, offer um, both doctors 
offer or suggest to, um, to, for him to get better, relieve that? Yeah, so first of all, uh, it's important to get more circulation for the fatigue. So uh, I love bunger balls, like to take a bunger ball and massage your whole body with it. Massaging himself would make a very big difference. He needs to learn when to rest, to never push himself beyond his capacity. But at the same time, he needs to be active and do some good walks in good places like the park, uh, not, not just on cement. And I think my book, Awakening Your Power of Self-Healing, uh, talks very nicely about breathing. He should really work with every exercise there to breathe better. And that he really should consult with Dr. Watkins about a good diet. Yes. Dr. Watkins? Yeah, I, I would agree that, that, that diet is very, very important. How, how old is your son? 31. 31, yes, yes. Yeah, so diet is very important as, as this exercise um, and, and complete lifestyle. You know, we have to, you have to be willing to, to make a complete lifestyle change. And if we do that, then we can, we can expect to, to significantly improve uh, um, uh, our, our health. Uh, Send him yeah. to San Francisco for a nice ocean beach vacation. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. boy. Dr. Watkins, are you seeing patients, and where can I get information about, you know, diet and lifestyle change? He has um, a couple of other things, a couple of other <clears throat> concerns. I mean, he's had the COVID yeah. now for four, four yeah, days. Yeah, we'll, 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 give, we'll give our number out, and, and Dr. Snyder's number, too, in just, just a couple of minutes, uh, okay. uh, and uh, you, you can contact, contact us. So, okay, so Dr. Great. Snyder, um if if one um, goal uh, goes comes to your class, uh, what what can they expect to get? And 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 then after that, we have a a a, a, a question that was typed was texted. Minimally, they can expect twenty five percent vision improvement when they leave the class, and maximally they can expect a full. So, so wait a minute, wait a minute. The class is the weekend. Yeah. It's Thursday through Monday, so it's five days, eight hours a day, and 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 twenty five percent improvement in that right. short period of time. Actually, minimal, right? And then what they can also expect is to get wonderful techniques to coach others to do the same and to mentor. They're not practitioners in my work; those are longer classes. But they other people, just like this nice lady who called us right now who want to use the book, who want to work with the book, they can sit down and say, you know, you can do this and that. They can also meet and uh, do a little bit of body work with the people, go with them over the exercises and help them do it. That's what they can get. And they get a certification for that in five days. <clears throat> Brother Frank, what's, what's the question um, uh, from the text? The question is, and it's from Joni, um, <laughs> Dick Gregory's daughter wants advice about laser eye surgery. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, the question is which? Is it LASIK? Don't do it. If it's laser for the retina or something, then sometimes it's a very important thing. So which laser? If it's LASIK, don't do it. 
that. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll try to get the clarification in the yeah, last and, and And the interesting thing, um, uh, a lot of people who are getting um, uh, laser surgery because they have a, a retinal um, bleeding, um, that can be stopped if they're willing to change their diet. It's amazing what what just a change of diet can, can do to, to stop the bleeding one and to also help to restore the retina. Mm. And, and so, um, go ahead. I know the opposite too. One lady ate Chinese food and there was a bacteria that her uh, gastrointestinal could not stop, went straight to her retina and, and caused bleeding in her macula. So yeah. eating pure food is definitely something very important uh, to bring better circulation to the retina. There's no question about that. Yes, yes, yes. So, so Dr. Snyder, what's, once again, what's the date of your class? The date of the class is April 27th through May 1st. So it is five days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, and people can really uh, work better. We will help to find accommodation. We don't give accommodation, but we give you a list of good places, not expensive to stay in in San Francisco. And uh, uh, people will come from many different places to study with us. And we will give everyone individual attention. So, so um, uh, the the the. Go ahead, uh, Frank. Were you going to say something? Website, um, contact oh. info. Oh yeah, contact information. Website is www.self-healing.org. It's best to write to office manager at self-healing.org. Uh, the other contact is the phone number, which is 415-665-9574. Okay, give that again. 415-665-9574. And how about the website again? www.self-healing.org and write to office manager at self-healing.org fantastic okay. fantastic and if you want to get in contact with dr theodore watkins his telephone number um the office number is 202-388-0991 and his website is tw 0992 and i'll do that again 202-388-0992 and the website is TWILiving.com. TWI stands for the Watkins Institute. TWILiving.com. All right, so, we're, gonna, we're gonna try to take one one last quick caller. Um, we just have about a minute. Yes, caller, you're on the line. Oh, hello, good afternoon. Yes, yes, quickly. Okay, I just had a quick question about a macular hole. Is that a surgical procedure? Or is that something can be done with exercise and change of diet? Well, the surgical procedure normally is removing the vitreous vitrectomy. I don't like it. Uh -huh. <laughs> and our work can really make a difference for macular hole, and people end up seeing better uh, with the exercises. Okay. So, so uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
people get uh, do see better with the exercise, definitely. Okay, that's awfully good to know. I thank you so much. My pleasure. You, you know, once again, Dr. Schneider, what, what you have demonstrated is that if a person is willing to change, all right, if a person is willing to change, uh, they have unlimited potential. We want to just thank you again for 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 being here and and for helping to educate um, our public. And we 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 um, we pray that that um, you will have very good success with this class because if people come and participate in the class, they will benefit themselves, and now they will then be able to go out and benefit others. Because the world is suffering because so many more people have vision problems. The medical profession has limited response, very much a band-aid response. We need to create a revolution with no name, with no a flag, a revolution that can help people see better. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, and it, it just hit me um, that, that we must do more. Uh, people like yourself, myself, um, you know, we, we're getting ready to do this big program with diabetes uh, uh, reversal because we recognize that people don't have to be sick. And that's what you're saying. People don't have to be sick. You know, people don't like to admit it, but it's a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. Okay. And so we, we're praying that many people will choose to take this course and get well. Uh, Frank, any party, party words? Um, nope. Thank you, Dr. Snyder. Um, and your attitude is amazing. It's the get well attitude. 16 hours a day, whatever it took. To as a young, as a young, a, a young teenager. As a young kid. <laughs> so thank you both. You are very special people. Thank the audience. And I hope that it will contribute to the existence of this first class I ever taught. So thank you very much. All right, and this is Dr. Theodore Watkins. The program is to your health. After listening to this radio show, you can understand that I meet a lot of opposition to my work. You see, the, there are two kinds of regulations, two kinds of laws. One kind of law is a law of justice, and that means... Unfortunately, it's not happening enough in San Francisco. If you steal something, then you would be prosecuted for stealing something. If you rob a bank, you'd be prosecuted for robbing a bank. But then there's another kind of regulation, and that is the powerful and rich regulate the rest of us. Guess who is the most powerful and rich in the United States? The medical profession. They regulated the law against people who do anything separate than what they do. In California, we advanced a lot, but not only in California, in many, many places. I'll talk about it another time. But you can understand how I could stand up to the medical profession and their grotesque laws and was able to keep my practice going for 52 years without being stopped by them. I wouldn't say without worrying about them, but without being stopped by them. And you listen to my show next week, and we'll discover new things. You will come to the January 31st, 
And if you come to my class, you will discover why I fought so hard to keep teaching. Because I feel that the world needs correction. And I feel that I'm working exactly in that direction. Many blessings to all of you, Mayor.